Hello, this is Ricky, your host, and you are listening to the Ricky Talks Podcast. So I did it again. I got up super early so that I could watch the sunrise at a beach nearby. Never gets old. It's just breathtaking every single time. And I just love connecting with nature. Like it's the first thing I do in the morning. It just really sets the tone for the day. It wasn't intentional though. I didn't plan on waking up that early, but I was so rudely awakened at 3 a.m. by my fire alarm in the house. It, it went off twice and jolted me up, just shocked my system. Couldn't go back to sleep after that. So I was I was lying in bed for two hours, and then I, I was like, you know what, just make this worth my while. Let's go watch that sunrise. Um, and did not disappoint. I was actually afraid that I wasn't going to see a sunrise because it, it looked like there was cloud cover even like right on the horizon. I waited it out a few minutes, but then I just saw that bit of, of orange hit the top of some of the clouds and I'm like, oh, there she is, she's coming. I should really bring my camera out when I go I'm just there um, taking pictures with my phone and it's not doing any justice. Um, I'd really love to take some some really good photos with my DSLR. So that's what I will do the next time. Fun fact, my husband and my two daughters were born on the same day. Uh, there's a funny story behind that. Maybe I can tell that another time. Um, but yeah, the birthday is coming up really quick. It's, it's, uh, in September and I'm in the process of booking a cottage with the family to kind of, uh, celebrate. And even though I'm so excited and looking forward to it, uh, I'm, I'm really anxious about the girls' nap time and bedtime because we've never really done that um, since we've sleep trained them. We went away for a month when they were 11 months old. We went to Vancouver to visit my husband's side of the family uh, and they weren't sleep trained back then. So we were co-sleeping still. And that already is, that was hard. Just um, waiting for them to fall asleep on their own when you're there. And I imagine that that, is going to take so much longer now because um, the way we do things in our house for bedtime is that we we bring them up around seven in the evening and just let them you know walk back and forth and crib dive all they want until they fall asleep and it takes sometimes it takes I don't know two three hours before they actually are out. Like we're watching them on the monitors and they're, uh, they're just playing there for a good hour or two. And so I'm thinking, how am I going to do, how are we doing this at a cottage when we don't have uh, two cribs and it's a completely new environment for them? Are they going to freak out? And are we not getting sleep? <laughs> so 
that'll be interesting, but we just got to try it, you know? Not going to know unless you try. And with everything else that we try with the girls, it, it only gets better the more we do it. So that's what I'm learning. So I got to shoot in a studio the other day uh, and with one of my favorite people. So that was such a, a nice break and like it just was something new that we, we hadn't like done in so, so long. We just lost touch and like to be back there in a creative space with someone who's just as creative and willing, you know, to set aside that kind of time. Uh, can't can't uh, explain how that feels. But um, we both really, really needed it because I had just had a week from hell at work, working 15-hour days, and she was also going through some personal things and it was nice because we were, it's just like we were there for each other. Um, I just wish that we had more time. Uh, we were there for two hours and even that felt a bit rushed. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I think I want to, um, to, to have my own creative space so that there's no time limit or budget limits, you know, but that's, uh, that's for down the road. But the one other thing that we got to do that made us feel like our old selves, um, was to have lunch on a patio together. Um, and instead of saying, oh, uh, you know, this feels like our old selves, we like to actually think of it as the, the new and improved us you know, with all the other things that, that are thrown in the mix, we still manage to somehow set aside time for this and, and you know, just recognize how important it is. So we, we already planned our next one and that's what we're gonna try to do every single time we go out is plan the next one, um, just as a commitment to each other and to ourselves. Okay, let's see what else. I um, I got to take out one of my girlfriends for her birthday last night, which was such a fun time. Um, yeah, the girls were sleeping. My husband had everything under control at home. And it was just so nice to just get dressed and ready and to just get out of the house past 7 p.m. Usually by then I'm cleaning up the kitchen and just winding down for the night and watching something on TV. But this time, no, I, I was out of the house and I was driving on the highway with less traffic, just me and my music. And then I got to see one of my favorite people. So it was really, really nice to get out and, and see her and celebrate her. Um, she and I are so aligned in so many ways and I'm so glad that I met her. It was just two years ago that we met, but really hit it off. Like we, uh, I don't know, we could talk for hours and conversation flows effortlessly. And 
I don't know, she, she's a teacher. So I learn a lot from, from her and how the education system is nowadays. It's so different from when we were both in school. Uh, and I just hope that my, my girls have really, really um, dedicated teachers like her. Um, but we spoke about something really interesting and it was, um, she teaches middle school. So these are young girls who are um, growing into their womanhood and, and they're experiencing things like their period for the first time. Uh, and she is the kind of teacher who empowers the girls in her class and, and educates educates the boys in her class too so that they know about you know their bodies and, and sexual health which i think is so important around that age they're just so curious and don't have a clue with what's going on so i love what she's doing for her students right now so for the boys she's teaching them about about periods and Surprisingly enough, she told me that they are so curious and they had the most questions compared to the girls in the class, which I found so interesting. And on the flip side for the, for the girls, she is empowering them by preparing them for, for those who, who haven't gotten their periods yet. Um, she, she prepares them and tells them what to expect and, uh, you know, telltale signs that you're going to be getting it soon. And most importantly, what to do when you get it. <laughs> I never had these kind of conversations and when I was that age. And I think it would have been such a good thing to talk about and to prepare for, you know, and not be surprised about it when you're at school and it happens. And like, it's just something that you are traumatized by or ashamed of, you know? Um, so she brought something up that I thought was really cool. She said that she um, teaches them to have uh, a period kit in their bags that is inside a pencil case so that, you know, it's it's kind of concealed and, and hidden, but um, to, to have, um, you know, like a spare pair of underwear and to have like pads in there. Um, and even she herself like prepares for her students by having, you know, um, change pairs of jogging pants and sweaters that you can tie around your waist in case like an accident happens. And I just love this sort of thing where you're, I think that is empowering for these young girls so that they know what to do and they're not surprised um, when the time comes. I don't know. These are the kind of things that we talk about when we get together. And I, from her, I feel like I'm learning to be a better parent because of what she's teaching her kids now. I can totally apply here at home. So yeah, needless to say, I love her uh, and she is worth celebrating. A bit of a rant next up. Uh, this is old news. I think it's from a week, a few weeks ago already, but Instagram has declared that it's no longer a photo sharing service, but a video sharing service now. So it's like basically, yeah, we're TikTok now. Uh, okay, first off, 
you are not TikTok and not having any love for photos, which is what you started as, I don't know, it just um, doesn't feel right. It, it's not, it's not, you might as well just rebrand, you know? Um, <laughs> I love making reels, like, so it's nothing about um, not liking change or anything. It's just, for me, what it is, is that they just completely derailed themselves from what they they were before and that rubs me the wrong way it just doesn't sound um or doesn't feel true to what they or why they started i don't know instagram just uh, what are you doing one last thing i wanted to talk about quickly is the race to space um you know with recent news of all the the billionaires going to space um the inner kid in me just loves the news of it um just for that chance to actually go to space i can't believe what kind of i mean i can't believe what's possible already but at the same time I want it to be to move faster so that more and more people can go because I just want that for the human race to be able to to experience that. And I just I just wonder what it'll be like a hundred years from now. You know, will it be anything like the movies that I love? <laughs> um yeah, I just the explorer in me really, really loves what's going on in space right now like for tourism and stuff and i know there's talk about you know oh my gosh these billionaires are spending so much money on leisure or like for their own enjoyment and whatever but while that's partly true i also believe that they're spending money on paving a way for the rest of us they always have to do it first right so that the rest of us can can do it in a few years um and what I just hope for these billionaires is that sure they do this, you know, spend like half a million dollars to go to space for 11 minutes. But I also hope that they spend whatever other money that they have on, on what's currently happening. Um, like I'm like, you can do both. I just, I don't really know. Like I don't read up deep into it to, to know if they are doing anything like that or if they really are just um turning their backs on what's happening but yeah i just wanted to geek out for like two minutes about space tourism and i just hope to god that in my lifetime i'll be able to experience that myself even if i'm 80 my husband feels the same. He even said, yeah, if I die up there, that's fine with me too. And to close off the episode with the uh, We're Not Really Strangers card game, the next one reads, are you missing anyone right now? Do you think they are missing you too? Yeah, I, I miss my best friend. She, like both of them really, they both live in, in the States. 
One's in Chicago and one's in New Jersey. Uh, and I miss them both dearly. Um, and I know that they miss me too. Uh, we just don't, <laughs> we don't say it as much, but man, do I feel it. Especially when I had like other friends who were here who have their best friends, you know, um, are, have children, but they don't. Um, but our, when I hear them saying things like, oh yeah, I'm going to take so-and-so out with her kid. We're going to go check out the lavender farm or we're going to go out for ice cream together or we have a patio date with the kid. You know, I just get so jealous because it's like, oh, I know that that'd be me and my, my best friends if they were here. Uh, and they're just, I just remember thinking like, oh, you guys are so lucky that you have friends like that here. You're just so lucky that your best friends didn't move away. <laughs> um, yeah. And I just, I just wish that they both could have been here while the girls were, you know, infants and, and growing up as fast as they are. Cause I just know they both would be just so amazing with them and it would be such a fun time, you know? Uh, just seeing them interact with, with the girls. Um, but I just wanted to also shout out the, the women that I do know who don't have children themselves and are learning to be some really, really amazing support systems for their friends who are mothers. That is some next level shit. I'm sorry. Like, you don't experience something for yourself, but to be able to be so aware of what someone else is going through that you can't really relate to, but are still so in tune with. I, you guys are like unicorns. <laughs> I just wish that I was that person for, for my friends who were mothers before me. Um, yeah, you guys are amazing. that's it for this episode thank you always for listening and if you wanted to say hello i am on twitter at quiet storm ricky until next episode